Praise be to God, dear youth. Praise be to God. Those, those two videos that we just saw, uh, it's, it's a very powerful blessing. It's a very powerful message for, for us, an inspiration for us to, uh, to see what, what, what God is doing. You know, I'm going to share a testimony. It's not going to be as, as, uh, uh, as cool as the two tes- one testimony and then the two videos that we saw. But uh, I want to just may- maybe kind of even add to uh, what a sister was, was speaking about. Um, I want to read, first of all, a place from, uh, scripture from the Bible. It's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 and 18. Rejoice always, pray continuously, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. I want to say it again. Rejoice always, pray consistently, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Jesus Christ. Praise be to God. Uh, I see a lot of people uh, come in here. You know, usually a lot of youth comes in when it's I gather because everybody's hungry, everybody wants to, to eat. But praise, praise to God that, everybody, uh, that a lot of you show up. And the people that I see here are mostly like very consistent, very passionate about Christ. Amen? Slava Bogu. May God bless you for this, guys. I was very convicted. About two, two, maybe three weeks ago, I was very convicted by God in my life. Um, after my work, I do uh, Uber Eats and DoorDash. And one of those days... I've set up a goal for myself, like a specific financial goal. I want to hit it. So I decided I'm going to drive for about 8 or 10 hours consistently, try to deliver as many orders as possible. And I don't know if you know how it works. You basically, you go to the store like Taco Bell or Burger King or any of those chains. You get in there, you you show the app, the name. You wait for the order to be done, to be made. You grab it, put it in the car, drive, and deliver Sounds simple. And a lot of these orders, when I, when I would do them, they would be pretty simple, pretty easy, you know, hit and done, hit and done. Um, but it, it, sometimes, you know, it, it happens so that, you know, I walk in this one time, and uh, I walk into the Taco Bell. It was an order from Taco Bell. And it, it usually takes a very short period of time for, for them to finish the order. And I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting for the order to be done. And it's, it goes about 15 minutes, then 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and uh, it's a long time. And I'm sitting and I'm like, okay, time goes by. I'm not going to be able to hit this, this financial goal for, for, for the night that I have set up for myself. I'm getting delayed here, so I'm getting nervous. Um, and then I come up to the counter, I ask uh, the staff, they say, wait a little bit, more, uh, a little bit longer. And then the customer, he also texts me in the app, says, what is happening? Why does it take so long? Uh, and I try to explain to him, it takes time. Uh, for whatever reason, they are preparing the order. Uh, and then keeps go- the time keeps going. It hits 40 minutes. Uh, then the person calls me. The customer calls me and he says, uh, what is happening? And, and this time, he's like more angry, kind of. He's like, what is happening? Why does it take so long? I paid so much for this food. And I'm saying, I apologize, sir. I'm doing all I can. Uh, even though I was doing a- nothing, I was just sitting there and waiting. Um, but uh, praise God, they made the food. Uh, I, I put it in my car and I drive. On the way there, um, I almost got into the accident because I was trying to drive fast so I can get there faster. And then the person still calls me even during the drive. He says, when are you going to get there? Um, why is it taking so long? 
And at this point, I get very frustrated. I get very angry a little bit because I understand it takes so long. I get impatient. I get, uh, get frustrated. I get kind of like emotional about this. And so I'm driving, driving, and then I arrive at the place. Turns out it's a rehab center. And I pull, pull into the parking lot. I buzz myself in. And imagine I'm going through the halls, right? I'm looking for this room. It has a number. I don't remember the number. Uh, uh, and I'm looking to, walking through the halls. I'm trying to find the, no, the number for, for the room. And I'm walking in and I'm like, if this person says anything negative to me, if this person tries to complain to me in, per, in eye to eye, I'm going to show him what it's like to face a Russian man. You know, I, I, I was like, okay, I was like, на тебе вот твоя еда, забирай ее и ешь на здоровье, знаешь, знаете? But when I walk in, when I walk into this, uh, into this uh, room, uh, I just, I, I, I walk in and I'm just, I, I, I paralyze, I literally become paralyzed. My, draw, my jaw just drops. Um, I walk into this room and here's what I see. I see a man nailed to the bed. He, he's, he's in the bed. He's laying almost half uncovered, almost half naked. Only his, uh, his uh, waist is covered. And I see him on this bed in this rehab center with uh, maybe, I would say, four or five IV uh, stands connected to him. And he all, he, all of his, his face, his arms, his body, his stomach, all of it surrounded with uh, connections with these tubes, right? And, and all of this anger that I had, all of this emotion that I had, um, at him or towards him because I was when I was driving I was imagining a completely different person but then when I arrived there and I see him that in, you know in this in, in, in this condition I just my heart drops you know all of a sudden from from this anger that I had from this emotion that I had built up I just I don't know what to say and so and so instead of you know uh, being ang angry towards him I just come up and I hand him the food I say sir here's your food enjoy it and he, says, and he says, thank you. And in person, he was a completely different man. And I, and I stayed. I stayed there. I canceled all my trips for that night. I just stayed in there and I talked with him for maybe, you know, maybe an hour. And, uh, and he, you know, he, he, he told me a little, little bit of his story, a little bit about his life. But when I left that place, when I left that rehab center, um, I walk into the parking lot to, to my car and I'm just, and I, and, and I started crying. I started really crying to, to some extent because um, it hit me. It hit me, to, you know, because I was, I was not expecting that. I, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing how, how quickly you can get used to normal life. It's amazing how quickly you can get used to normal things. You know, we come here to service like every single Tuesday. We're healthy. Um, I mean, when was the last time you got sick? You had uh, uh, like uh, running nose or coughing or temperature. When it hits you, right, you, 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 nail, to, you nail to a bed for like a couple of weeks. And especially with guys, we are very crying. You know, we, like we, we take it way um, harder than girls do. You know, we, 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 we might be very strong at work, but then when it comes to like getting sick, we are the ones that are actually like weak. And, you know, when, when, when you get sick, you start cherishing your health or, um, or, or, uh, or when you cut yourself at work or you injure yourself, you start cherishing what you had. 
you, um, there, you know, there's many songs about this. There's many verses in the, Bible about, uh, uh, in the Bible about this. When you cherish something, when you lose it, you, cherish, you start cherishing this. You know, and then, of course, when we, after we get sick, we get well, uh, for a second, for a couple of days, we feel, we feel thankful, but then it becomes boring and then we forget about it. You know, and so in, in a similar way, in my life, you know, I was, I was doing these deliveries, you know, I was feeling, I was feeling unthankful. I, I was feeling unthankful. You know, here I am driving the car, bla- blasting the music, like, to the max, you know, windows down, very good weather, very good weather, praise God. You know, enjoying my, pretty much my life, you know, and then being angry, you know, at this person or being angry uh, at uh, the people that were making the food for, uh, for, for almost no reason. And when I, you know, when I walked in out of the place, I, I realized that I'm not thankful or I'm not thankful enough or not as much as I should be for what I have in my life. You know, we are blessed, dear youth. We are blessed. We are blessed to be here. We are blessed to be healthy. We are blessed to have the word of God. We are blessed to have our lives, to be alive. You know, statistics say that out of 8 billion people that are alive today in the world, every night that goes by, about 150,000 people die. So imagine next morning, from this, this night going to come, next morning, 150,000 people, give or take, going to die. Of all ages, all groups, doesn't matter how wealthy you are, how healthy you are, how, how uh, uh, your, your, uh, your age or your status or whatever. 150,000 people this night are not going to make it. And we made it today. We are alive. We, we are here in this place. We, and, and, and even more so, we have food that we can eat. We have cars that we can drive. We have jobs that we can make a uh, uh, living from. And then, and, then, and, then, and then the biggest gift is we have God. We have Christ. We have Bible. We have His Word. And, and we are able to come here to study, to pray, to be in His presence. And we forget that. We get, we get comfortable. We get displacent. We, uh, we get angry when little things go wrong. And God convicted me about being thankful, being thankful for what you have, being thankful for the things that you have in life. You know, we love to open up Instagram and see the influencers, the big people, the rich people, the stuff that they have, the stuff that they show, like all of their wealth and all that. But if we had an, if we, if the world had an Instagram for poor people, from people from the rehab centers, from Africa, from the, places, uh, from the places that are poor, from people who, who don't have basic things to live. And then if we would look at their pages, look at their accounts, and scroll through their pictures, I bet you, you would feel, we would feel different. We would feel different. If we were to compare ourselves with someone else, how much worse their life might be than ours, then we would be much more thankful. And I'm not saying that, you know, because I'm healthy, because... Uh, I'm not injured, or I'm, or I'm not like that man that he, he was nailed to a bed, that I'm any better, that I'm any way, shape, or form better than him. I'm not. But what that makes me feel like, what I was convicted of when I was walking back to that car, I said, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me for not being thankful. Forgive me for getting angry for the thing that was completely wrong, for it was completely empty, it was completely pointless to be angry for, 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 such, for such a little thing. To cherish what we have, to cherish what was given to us every single day. That's what God calls us to do. And I want to read 
This is, uh, this is what David says. We read in uh, 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 18 through 29. Then David the king went in and sat before the Lord and said, Who am I, O Lord, God? And what is my house that you have brought me to, to this point so far? And yet this was insignificant in your eyes, O Lord God. You have spoken uh, also of the house of your servant concerning the distant future. And this is the custom of man, O Lord. Again, what more can David say to you? For you know your servant, O God. For the sake of your word and according to your own heart, you have done all the greatness to let your servant know. For this, I reason that you are great, O Lord God. For there is no one like you, and there is no God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And what one nation on earth is like your people Israel, whom God went to redeem for himself as people, and to make a name for himself, and to do a great thing for you and awesome things for your land. For you have established for yourself your people Israel as your own people forever, and you, O God, have become their God. Now, therefore, O Lord God, the word that you have spoken concerning your servant in his house, confirm it forever, and do, and do as you have spoken, that your name may be magnified forever, by saying, The Lord of hosts is God of Israel, and may the house of your servant David will be established before you. Let us go into the prayer. And in this prayer, youth, I want to call you all to be thankful. And I'm sure in your life you can recall a lot of things that you can be thankful for. A lot of things that you can come before God and say, Lord, I do have problems. I do have issues. I do have uh, uh, circumstances in my life that I'm not happy with. But I have a lot of blessings. I have a lot of things that I should be thankful for that sometimes I'm not. Let us go into the prayer and thank God for his mercy.